Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, the 7th day of January, 2022, as well as the first Friday of a new year. Instead of a year in review, however, this report will focus more on what, in my opinion, is most likely to happen in the upcoming year. What are the trends we can expect to see continue? What are the trends we can expect to see weaken? I spent Christmas with Joan and my sister. We had a wonderful time together. My sister told me about the morning worship program of the Dean of Canterbury Cathedral in England. I've been listening to that each day, but perhaps the best gift and part of the inspiration for this title was the Dean's reading of the Charles Dickens novel, A Christmas Carol. He read the book in three parts, and it was wonderful to hear it in his English accent, the ghost of Christmas future. As you may recall from the book, showed Scrooge what his future would look like unless he changed. Scrooge asked the ghost if what he was seeing was what had to happen or only what might happen, but he received no reply from the ghost. Dickens' novel was and is part and an example of the civilization of the West or Western civilization, or if you prefer, Christian civilization. That I often remind you deserves to be preserved. I have dedicated a great deal of my life to trying to preserve it. By way of explanation, I defer to the words of Dr. Paul Craig Roberts. Quote, every great family and every great civilization has some roots in sin and crimes. What the Western world has forgotten is that they also have roots in accomplishments, moral, artistic, cultural, economic, political. We should not forget that man has fallen. There are good and evil that contend for his soul. It was Christianity that gave the powerless a voice capable of challenging the voice of raw power. It was this voice, together with material interests, that produced Accountable government itself subject to a rule of law, end quote. Well, amen, Dr. Roberts. Thank you for reminding us so eloquently of what we have lost. Let's let Dr. Roberts continue for just a moment. Quote, today the rule of law is disappearing. The U.S. Constitution is in tatters. Everyone has become a tyrannical dictator, not only presidents, chancellors, prime ministers, but also employers, school boards, university administrators, mayors, governors, airlines, restaurants, sports organizations issue mandates that are violations of the Nuremberg Laws laid down by the United States at the World War II war crimes tribunals. Now the government in Washington refuses to obey its own creation, finding that big pharma profits control over citizens and perhaps darker agendas are more important than the rule of law, end quote. Well, that about says it, folks. That about says it for Western man and for the rule of law, except that the war against those things will continue and accelerate throughout 2022. That is, however, just one of many battles being fought in 2022. It is indeed curious why few, if any, especially in Congress, raise a voice of protest no matter how many wars are fought and lost, no matter how many trillions of dollars are wasted on them, no matter how many lives are destroyed or ruined by them. Right now in 2022, we confront Russia across the plains of Ukraine, as so many empires have done before. Some experts tell us 
We must confront the Russians there or we will lose credibility. That philosophy is insane and probably cooked up by lunatics who've never confronted any armies across anything. Ukraine is on the border of Russia and is therefore strategically important for them. Putin will never allow Americans or NATO forces to take root there, nor should he. Surely there's someone in Washington who is not so blind he cannot see that. China's aggressive defense of what it perceives as its sovereign territory, its sovereign right to the South China Sea and other Asian territories are another matter. China seems to believe that the water in question has not been referred to as the South China Sea for decades, for no reason. In any event, the Chinese dump millions of tons of soil and rocks on some below-water islands, then start building military bases on them. Then they try to take the view that because they have bases there, the territory is Chinese territory. Other nations have legitimate claims, of course. Perhaps Russia could help defuse some of the tension there and address those claims before the United States goes to war with a nuclear-armed country. U.S. leadership will have to decide how many troops, how many ships, how much blood, how much sacrifice they are willing to make to keep Taiwan as Taiwan and not as part of China. Is this just manifest destiny, now referred to as American exceptionalism, or is there more to it than that? The best study of manifest destiny are the moving of Americans relentlessly westward across the country and the world is Frederick Jackson Turner's book, The Significance of the Frontier in American History. That book portrays how the restless drive to conquer the frontier when no longer there led to the concentration of people in mass cities with all their related social problems. Perhaps the frontier's end also influenced Americans to continue their move westward to first Hawaii, then other areas of the Far East. That's just a thought, folks, just my idea. It's probably nothing. People never grow tired of war. There are plenty more wars in Washington's buffer. We can't forget about the war on drugs, the war on poverty, both continuing but already lost. There are vast sums of money wasted, often worse than wasted. There are thousands of harmless people languishing in prison, millions doomed to welfare dependency and poverty for generations to come. As the pundits say, though, money doesn't disappear, it just moves around. So many were impoverished and many were made wealthy. The dumbest wars in American history are thankfully, thankfully over, at least partially over. The 20-year war in Afghanistan resulting in a humiliating loss kept by a 30-year $8 trillion effort in the Middle East that continues in part. To this day, we are distracted now. Pivoting to the Far East, we say, Middle Easterners can get back to their thousand-year-old ethnic conflicts and to killing each other. We're still engaged in the war on terror, as far as I know. Safest bet is that wars and rumors of wars will continue throughout 2022. That's a trend you can bet on, folks. War on terror. I suppose, a war against nobody in particular. Nobody benefits from its continuous except that complex which President Eisenhower warned us about in 1959, killing, death, economic privation are all things that are undeniably attractive to the our average power-seeking, world-improving lunatic. Which war will I talk about next? Will it be virus wars, climate wars, 
Wars against systemic racism, inflation, currency, destruction, all. Clap tap to one extent or another, but all must be fought throughout 2022 with the expenditure of trillions of dollars, of course. Let's look at some of the other poppycock and claptrap that passes for gospel that are at least popular belief in 2022. The world's temperature needs to be controlled. That can be done by reducing carbon dioxide or carbon emissions. If that premise were true, the next question would be, can humanity do anything to control the climate, keeping in mind that climate and weather are different? President Biden would have been embarrassed recently if he were capable of such a thing. By his statement that tornadoes in Kentucky were the result of climate change, a host of many scientists pointed out that weather and climate are different. Once again, the expenditure of trillions that do not exist, the destruction of any remaining industry in America, and the pushing of the middle class further down toward the bottom and into poverty are the results of the government's war on the change in climate that the government tells us is a real problem that must be fought. If that were all, folks, it would be plenty, but there's more. We are expected that with grossly inadequate tax revenue, no available credit, the Federal Reserve can simply create all the extra money it wants, and there will be no economic damage, no consequences whatsoever. The bit of nonsense, along with all other bits of nonsense, involves giving the power elite, those who already have plenty of money, plenty of power, more of everything. Give them more of everything, especially more in their bank accounts, but also more to use for buying votes and to cover the fact it's all just an illusion, just claptrap, more unrestrained power to manage the lives of the less fortunate. What do I mean by that? Inflation results when the money supply increases rapidly relative to production. We're not producing enough. We're not making, saving, or investing enough to justify the money being created by the Federal Reserve. Yet there is more and more money. Those factors come together to make money worth less and less. When gas is $3.50 per gallon this week, it was $3 last week. The gas isn't suddenly more valuable. The money is suddenly less valuable. The government wants some slight inflation, so its debt service is somewhat cheaper, but massive inflation, like we have now, is very destructive. People start screaming when they see it. People scream about food prices since the government controls everything. It's logical to look to the government to solve all problems. Rather than telling the American people the truth, and that is that inflation is a result of Fed policies over the last 100 years, but especially since 2007 when the great bailouts began, the first government response is to blame inflation on the private sector. He could also have truthfully said that the cure might possibly be worse than the disease at this point because an increase in interest rates to slow the economy and take excess money from it will most likely lead to recession or perhaps even worse. Given President Biden's history, though, I expected him to send everyone a certain of a certain tax bracket a pound of hamburger. But no, he decided to give $1 billion of our tax money. Not really, folks. It's just fake money. But you get the idea. To small meat packers to help lower their prices and destroy those evil large meat packers who have caused all this inflation. I suppose the only answer is that after decades of government propaganda disguised as education, he can surmise that we're all complete idiots.
What gives him the right to assume such power? Nothing. Nothing gives him the right. He simply grabs the power. Nobody in Congress does a thing about it, so their branch goes weaker. Congress grows weaker. But the party grows stronger. In conclusion, folks, who is responsible for all this war, disease, poverty, privation, bloodshed, economic destruction, corruption, and stupidity that we predict for 2022? Who really has the power to control events? Is it the president? Perhaps the Joint Chiefs. Members of Congress, individually or collectively. Perhaps the media. Maybe billionaires. It seems that everyone is constrained by something, however. The president is ruled by public opinion and Congress has to be re-elected. Billionaires have to make profits for their shareholders. Generals have to win battles. Media must please those same few. The billionaires must also please. Power, then, is not in one body, but in a complex network of individuals and organizations all pulling in different directions. Perhaps that is why it is so difficult to ever effect change, the complex network is openly contentious of the power of the people and of anyone who is foolish enough to attempt change. Finally, folks, that's all the war, all the disease, all the starvation, economic privation, government corruption, stupidity, bullying, incomplete idiocy that we can stand in 2022. We're losing, perhaps have lost, the battle for civilization and for the Constitution, so what is the point of continuing this fight to hold off inequity and totalitarianism for as long as possible? That's the point, folks. Just stay in the fight. Be faithful. Happy 2022, folks. At least that's the way I see it. Until next time, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.